Greetings, friends. Welcome to the Song of the Spears podcast. This is Eve. It's windy AF. I'm walking through some dry, brittle winter leaves on the 18th of December, 2022. It is cold. It is sunny and bright. It is glorious in the world right now. The air is so crisp and so fresh and and so pregnant with mystery and with darkness. We are three days away from the shortest day of the year, the longest night, the winter solstice in the northern hemisphere, followed by a dark moon in the first degree of Capricorn, two days after the solstice, followed by the Christmas holiday. And I am making this little podcast today to talk about the coincidence of these three dates and how beautiful it is to me and how rich it is for the Christian tradition who for the most part denies the significance, but denies is the wrong word, ignores completely the existence of this darkest day and the role that it plays in their celebration of the light on Christmas a couple of days later. This podcast is especially dedicated to my precious dear friends in the Church of Jesus in Raleigh, North Carolina that I was a part of in a deep and profound way through my 20s and I carry that connection with me in my heart throughout eternity even though we no longer worship together this podcast is for any Christian who may find it interesting and enriching and of course all my fellow pagans and worshipers of all faiths, from all faiths, of all gods. We all share this planet, this realm, this magnificence, this beauty and wonder. Today I find myself pondering these dates their overlap, their weaving together, their fractaling forward and backwards into time. The 21st of December 2022 is the winter solstice in the Northern Hemisphere. This is the darkest, longest, this is the darkest time of the year the longest night of the year, the shortest day. 
at this time, darkness rules and light submits. This is a time of rest, of stillness. I read recently the scientific explanation for why it's so quiet when it snows. I can't remember the explanation right at this moment, but just feeling into that experience of walking out after a snow and the immense quiet that we don't usually get to experience. And some of the reasons why are obvious. Cars can't drive. (laughs) Vehicles can't drive. No one wants to operate power tools under a blanket of snow. It's cold. It slows the blood in the veins of mammals. It slows the flow of sap in the trees. It slows the mind. It quiets the voice. Stillness reigns. This is the time when bears sleep deep in the earth, undisturbed. This is the time of hibernation. This is the time when bodies heal. This is the time when bodies slip behind the veil. This is a time of peace. Darkness is mystery, hiding many things. Yes, evil lurks in the darkness. Move beyond that. What else hides in the darkness? All of life. The potential of spring. The sleeping animals. The carcasses of the dead. The regeneration of earth. The ever integrated and dialoguing mycelium. Magic occurs in the dark. Two days after the winter solstice, on the 23rd of December this year, we have a dark moon at the first degree of Capricorn. So we're going to be feeling this moon. We're going to be, we're going to be experiencing this added layer of darkness on the solstice and the days after the solstice. We are going deep, deep, deep into the darkness. This is why this time of the year is so often so difficult for so many people. And simply the understanding of the natural world and our utter and complete surrender to it, that this actually is a time of hibernation and rest and that you feel slow and down and inward 
is not a problem and that you can nourish it and that you can nourish yourself there and give your body and your soul and your spirit whatever she needs whatever he needs whatever they need if you want to celebrate celebrate if you want to stay home stay home this is the dark time that your demons are surfacing that your suffering is surfacing that your frustration and your hurt and your disappointments are surfacing it is by design it makes complete sense it is intimately interwoven into the fabric of this place and you can be at peace allow yourself to feel it all and know that like the waxing and the waning of the moon and all of the planets this too shall pass the next day is Christmas Eve the day after that is Christmas and this is a time when we celebrate the coming light this is the time that the Christians observe the birth of their Savior the Son of God coincidence that is also the birth of the Son S-O-N on the other side of the darkest time now the Sun is moving towards the light sure it's a coincidence maybe it's not either way the riches of the meanings weaving among one another in this place is enough to feast on for all of eternity I am one of those who has despised Christmas. A self-proclaimed Scrooge. I remember the year when I lived in an artist community. Beautiful, beautiful souls. It was wild, it was intense. And we heated the house by wood stove. And that year, some of my housemates got together and handmade very beautiful, very artistic, very weird stockings for everybody in the house and lined the staircase with the stockings. Christmas morning rolls around and one of my housemates decided to have her family over to the house to celebrate Christmas. They were loud. They were joyful. They were constantly laughing. They were in my kitchen cooking their Christmas feast. Sure, we were welcome to join, but I was Scrooge. I didn't want to join. I just wanted to be 
in my kitchen alone in peace. Yes, I lived in community with this bad attitude. <laughs> anyway, I had, I had, I don't know how to describe it because every year I would say, I'm going to do better this year. I'm not going to hate Christmas this year. I'm going to have a good attitude. I'm going to be happy. And I couldn't do it. It would plunge me into the depths every year. Disappointment about my life and what I don't have. And what everybody else around me does have. And why I can't find joy and cheer, happiness and satisfaction. And I was in my room grinding my teeth on that bone. I was angry. I was beyond frustrated. I was pissed. And I remember it taking all of my self-control not to go to the wood stove and get a bunch of charcoal and put a lump of coal in every one of my housemates' stockings. <laughs> I just love that story because it's really humorous and it's cute. And also, I remember the intensity of the bitterness and the anger and the despair that I felt. It's cute. It's cute. But I just, I mean, I don't do spiteful things. I'm not a spiteful person. It was outrageously uncharacteristic of me to have a desire that intense. I didn't just want to put charcoal in everyone's stocking. I wanted them, I wanted it to hurt them. I have, of course, like many of us do, plenty of other stories that would just be sad and not remotely charming or humorous. So I'm not telling those, I'm just telling that one. But since that time, there are many, many, many factors, many, many factors, but I do believe that this is a significant one. Since that time, I have, I, I have shifted out of trying to force myself and expect myself to feel a certain way and behave a certain way at Christmas. Or for it to be a certain way or for a certain miracle to happen. And just allow myself to be who and what I am and allow everyone around me and all of life around me to flow how it wants to and to be how it wants to. And, and I've understood, I've, I've begun, begun to take the understanding into my body that this is a dark time and that it makes sense that I feel this way and I've embraced it. And through the embracing of that darkness, year by year, just a little at a time, I am able to open my heart more and more to the joy. So, Mercury and Venus are well into Capricorn, ahead of the sun, evening stars, only just arising in the evening sky. I hardly ever see Mercury. There are too many trees here, but you, 
Mercury is beginning to be able to be seen. Depending on where you are, you may be able to see Mercury in, um, at dusk in the western sky, just over the horizon setting in the west. And uh, Venus is currently lower in the sky than Mercury, but will rise much higher than Mercury. And we are on the cusp of a Mercury retrograde. So at the end of the year, we have Venus and Mercury coming to meet with Pluto at the very end of Capricorn. Mercury doesn't quite make it before it retrogrades. So it's going to meet with, meet with Pluto a couple of weeks later. But Venus will meet with Pluto at the very end of the year, between Christmas and New Year's. And this is a, this is a sensitive degree. This is where the Pluto-Saturn conjunction of 2020, January 2020, happened. Um, that really seems to be the... It's not the, but certainly the most overt and obvious starting point of this new world that has emerged, that we're at the beginning of. So we could experience some of those themes recirculating around this time, and then the sun's gonna sweep through and illuminate all of it. So we are going into Capricorn season. A lot has happened in Capricorn since 2020. And it's for people who struggle with this time of year, this particular year may be extra difficult. And remember, remember that it will pass, but also remember that there's beauty there. There is beauty there. And to allow it to be what it is, however dark, however hideous, however shameful, to love yourself in that place. It's the birth of Christ. It's that is the birth of Christ. Happy holidays to all of you. This is Eve signing off. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making it to the end of this podcast. I'm wishing you lots of love and authenticity and acceptance during this holiday season. Until next time.